So, uh, we have Julian here. Hey, Julian. Hey, Noah. Julian is the founder of Notion Forms, which you just recently reached 10K MRR on July 1st, I believe. So, congrats on that. Thanks for that. Yeah, thank, thank you so much. Feels, so uh, definitely feels weird be... to, to have you <laughs> say this because, like, I started uh, with you as a very strong inspiration because you're building like a notion related product and uh and yeah thanks well thanks yeah i appreciate that um yeah it's been fun kind of building alongside side of you i mean i think you started around a year ago is that right yeah like in may last year so probably like okay. 14 months yeah and so for so for everybody to know notion forms is basically a form builder tool that's very much so built around notion so people kind of build their form in notion meaning they they kind of put their uh, questions and all their data in notion databases and then you know notion forms allows you to kind of embed that in different places and then also the results of the the data of the you know people answering the forms also goes back into notion so it's kind of it's specifically for people that love notion and you know they can do all their forms in notion uh anything i'm missing with you know kind of notion forms how that works no i mean you that's literally it you can think of it uh, as google forms but for notion <laughs> yeah so you know, you just reached a pretty big milestone, 10K MRR, and you did it in, you know, about a year. Uh, kind of take us back to, like, the the beginning days. Like, what, you know, what made you want to start uh, this business? And, you know, you, you used to work at Amazon, I believe, at AWS. Um, you know, when did you take the leap um, to leave Amazon and kind of go out on your own and do this indie hacker kind of thing? So I've always been in, into the indie hacking thing, even without knowing about it. <laughs> like I didn't know like this indie hacking term, like bootstrapping. I didn't know any of this, but I really was into entrepreneurship. I was always like super interested into like startups, uh, even at uni, like I created uh, like so many different projects. Uh, one of them was even successful, like it was a marketplace for 20 kids, like secondhand 20 kids marketplace. Uh, and then, and then, you know, every, like since, yeah, during Winnie, I was doing side projects. And then I, even when I was at AWS working as an engineer, I was still doing side projects. So I kind of never really, I always, I was always doing it. Uh, I left my job at AWS because uh, like the main reason was that I wanted to, you know, I couldn't resist the urge to just do my own thing anymore. Uh, I really enjoyed the work for a year. It was really great. I learned so much and, uh, I really got to, you know, discover a lot about AWS and about uh, some kind, I would say, like professional engineering, uh, having some kind of high expectations, but also, you know, having some uh, high responsibilities because, you know, AWS needs to stay uh, up <laughs> for, for the customers. So I learned a lot in right. that area. Uh, but then uh, there were some like uh, structuration, like some structural change in, inside the organization. And I was uh, moved to another project. I uh, liked uh, less, to say the least. <laughs> uh, and at the same time, so at the time I was still living in the UK and my girlfriend had uh, an opportunity in Paris where I'm originally from. So I thought, you know, that's uh, everything is aligned. Uh, I think it's the right time for me to, you know, just go full time on, on these things. 
And had you already started Notion Forms at that time, or were you doing other side businesses at that time? No, so so I was uh, so at that time I was doing uh, like a real estate related thing. You know, I was calling listings from different websites. Uh, it was like a total failure. I got like probably like ten users in, in a bit less than a year. So I, I I was stopping this project as well. So I decided to stop my job, uh, stop this project, and then just move to Paris and uh, start fresh, you know. So and I and I moved there. I started to do a bit of freelancing. So I was doing freelancing as well uh, as I was studying. So I kind of uh, you know reached out to my old customers uh, as I was leaving my job to you know try to uh, start working for them again. And that worked pretty well. So I, I just, you know, I'll, I'll figure things out. I'll move and, and find a project to work on. Like, I wasn't too stressed about that. Yeah, I mean, that is that is the good thing about being a software engineer is, you know, there's a lot of demand for engineers. And so you can typically find something, make something work. Like, someone's probably going to be willing to pay you, you know, if you have those skills. And so that's definitely, like, a blessing. And something I you know, think about when it's like, all right, if every, if all else fails, I could probably go get a job pretty quickly. And, you know, you make some good, make some good money. So that is kind of a nice fallback to kind of have in the back of your head to kind of allow you to kind of keep going on your own stuff. Yeah, 100%. And also something else is, uh, although I hope I'll never have a job again, uh, I'm really glad I went to AWS for everything I learned, but also because I realized that when you have that on your CV, uh, finding contract job uh, is like it really helps. Like you know, people are you can charge more first of all, but also like you you don't need to convince that much. You know, like they assume you have the skill uh, more, which is super right. valuable. Right. Yeah, it gives a lot of credibility. It's kind of like they did the interview process for you and then uh, everyone just kind of trusts that, oh yeah, you must be good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's it. So I, yeah, I, wasn't cool. expect, I wasn't expecting it to be that strong, but having doing, you know, freelance work before and after, uh, like I totally felt the difference. Yeah. So uh, going into Notion Forms, you know, what kind of uh, gave you this idea to start on a form builder specifically for Notion. Um, I know, I think they might be one of your competitors. I remember back in the early days, there was really only one form builder for Notion, and I think it was called Chili Pepper. Um, yeah. But I haven't really seen them around anymore. I think in the beginning, they were just like kind of a free thing. I'm not really sure if they ever went into like more than that and became like a real business or something, but. Uh, yeah, just kind of curious, uh, kind of how you got started with uh, <coughs> form builders with Notion. So yeah, so I was uh, really into Notion. I've, I've you know I've been using it for years, and I really love the product. And at the same time, I was uh, looking you and other guys. Uh, you know, I was discovering this old indie hacker scenes, and I thought that you know I, I realized that you could actually build a business on top of uh, platforms such as Notion, seeing like Potion, what you did. Uh, but what really and I also saw Chili Pepper, and I tried it, and I think it's uh, like it's a beautiful product, and it's really cool. But it's mainly it was that it wasn't working with the official API simply because it didn't exist. So just to use it, you know, you had to do this kind of hack where you get uh, the cookie, or I forgot what it was, but uh, you you need you needed to do like some technical stuff to make it work, which I think is uh, which makes which makes it hard to use for you know everyone basically. Um, mm -hmm. So when Notion released uh, their API, I thought, oh, that you know, it could be a, a fun project to to 
to start uh, and I wasn't even expecting, you know, to actually do a business on top of it. And I was like, obviously, you know, when you do something as a software engineer into entrepreneurship, you always have a hope deep down, but you know, you, I wasn't really expecting anything. And I just tried building it as a fun project. Uh, I built it in like four or five days, the MVP. It really sucked, but I built it like fast. And then I shared it on Reddit, uh, Facebook groups, that kind of place. And, uh, and, and people like, they were super positive about it. They were, they were saying really nice things, uh, and and they were also using it, <laughs> which uh, meant a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's great. Um, yeah, I remember those days when like the Notion API came out, and um, yeah, that was pretty big because like I think everyone, especially like when it it just kind of came out early on. Like, I feel like everyone was kind of talking about like building businesses on top of Notion and there was starting to be a lot more competition. Like, you know, lots of people were starting to think about it because it was kind of a business model uh, that made sense. Um, so I guess, ha have you seen like a lot of competition? Like I know Notion is kind of like a, a pretty small niche. Um, I think from their last numbers, I believe they have like 20 million users or something like that. They probably have a decent more over that. So it's, it's a pretty good size niche. Um, but you know, the, it is pretty awesome. Like you did to kind of be pretty first, like be pretty early to their kind of like a marketplace of tools built around notion because you know, the, the API just came out. So there's only things that were just starting to be possible at that time. Yeah, it would. it's a, uh... It really was some kind of a, you know, it was a tiny gold rush. People were expecting the API for so long that when it once it was released, everyone just wanted to build their own tool with it. Um, I've had some uh, direct competitors. So obviously at first uh, there was Chili Pepper and and like in a way, I'm, I guess to them I was a copycat at some point, but I don't think I really was because, because I was able to use the API. I was doing things way differently. You know, I, you didn't have to create the fields like they existed already. And like, basically it was, it was a form builder for Notion, but different. But then I had uh, other like proper competitors. Uh, the first one I, I had like the first, like I would say copycat or like very similar business I had, I was like super, super pissed, especially because the guy literally copied and pasted the UI. And you know, I had spent so much time trying to build a nice editor and stuff. And the guy like literally copied every button, every corner radius oh, and man. stuff. <laughs> And I was, and I was like super pissed for a day. I was like, like, what is this? I'm going to try, you know, contacting motion and, and, and stuff like this. But then after a few hours, I was like, I don't know, I, I calmed down and I, and I stopped going. And then, and then the guy uh, later that day, uh, the guy that created it, I didn't even contact him. I was just pissed. And then I stopped. Uh, actually I did, I tweeted about it, uh, you know, like some kind of a tweet saying I, I'm pissed off, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't. A big thing but then this guy sent me a tweet explaining that uh, he understands i'm pissed but uh, he wanted to reassure me that everything was just a coincidence uh, it was just luck and uh, it just happened to be like this but you know he wasn't coping and that like pissed me even more or, like i was so pissed off yeah but then again like you know, i slept on it <laughs> yeah yeah i was like man like just don't send me anything you know he did it it's life it's the game like you're allowed to but you know just just don't tell me you didn't copy like it's not cool but then I slept on it and, you know, I didn't care. Like, it's, it's okay. And I think the guy now, like, he pivoted and tried to do other things uh, around Notion. So I don't know how successful he is, but I guess uh, it worked less. For him. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's what usually happens to, you know, people that copy like that, where it's like, 
a one-for-one one copy kind of thing. It's like, well, you're not putting really much thought into this. So it's probably not going to go very well. <laughs> the business yeah. probably isn't going to work out too well. I think that's exactly what happened. You know, like he copied every single feature he could. Like he did only the, the easy ones. Like the ones that were more tricky, uh, just to give you an example, because you're into Notion, you know, like fetching relations and being able to select from a, like a related table, that kind of thing that were a bit more advanced. Like he didn't do it, but everything else he literally copied. But then he kind of reached the same level of feature I had uh, very quickly. But then I felt I feel like he didn't know what else to do. The thing is because he wasn't he, he didn't have any customers. He didn't have anyone to talk to. He so he didn't have a direction. Like all of the features mm -hmm. I was adding, it was based on the feedback of of my users and you know the conversation I was having with them. But because he didn't have this, I feel like he didn't know what to do. Like that's what I how I yeah. imagine this at least. <laughs> Yeah, that kind of reminded me back of the early days of Potion. I, I almost completely forgot about this, but like in the first two or three months of Potion, um, there was a competitor that I had that I found because um, other people were confused. Like my customers were confused. They were, you know, they were trying to find Potion and they were finding someone else. And then I, I found there was another tool that was literally like the same thing as Potion, like a website builder. Um, off of Notion, and it was also called Potion. So there was two of them called Potion. Really? And, uh, yeah, and and so I forget what his domain name was. I think it was like Potion.site <laughs> or something like that, and I was Potion.so, and it was literally like the same kind of tool. Um, and, and, and so I, I eventually talked to the guy, and it was just completely like random circumstance. Like it was a coincidence that he you know, started the same kind of tool. We didn't even know of each other in the beginning. And he also called his potion, probably just because it's, I don't know, it's kind of a name that maybe makes sense, I guess. Um, it's pretty, you know, it's pretty close to Notion. Um, and so it was pretty hilarious that he came up with the same name. Well, anyways, I ended up um, buying him, um, buying his tool, not very much, because he was just like getting started. So I think I bought it for, I don't know, like $500 or something like that. Um, but he was, it kind of worked out because he was kind of just getting started and it wasn't necessarily going super well. I mean, he did have some customers, uh, but I think he wanted to move on to something else. And so I then kind of got his customers that he had. And then also the, the main reason I wanted to buy him was just so that there wasn't that confusion of there being two potions like that. That just of would course. not be good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can totally imagine that's, that's hilarious. Like that's, that's. What are the odds? That's really cool. But it's great yeah. that you were able to realize soon enough to, you know, take action on it. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was definitely a good thing. Um, so, you, you know, you've grown Notion Forms pretty quickly. What do you think has been kind of, you know, the factors that have allowed that to happen, that have, you know, allowed that success? Um, I think at first, the main thing is that, you know, just simply there was a need. Uh, many people are trying to rely more and more on Notion. They were, you know, building their own organization on it, kind of building their own their own CRM, their own uh, I don't know, like a customer database, like what's like they were really trying to put all of their business in Notion. Uh, so they really had the need uh, for forms. So that's I guess what helped in the beginning. You know, users kind of uh, starting using it. Then there was a bit of word of mouth, and then later on, and for the rest of uh, the growth, I think it's mostly due. Uh, to the nature of the product. So basically, because it's a form builder, you know, people build forms, 
and then they embed it uh, either in Notion or on the website or you know anywhere really, and that creates tons of backlinks to to Notion Forms websites, so to my domain, uh, giving me like great uh, domain authority because you know like to search on giants when you have a lot of other websites that points back to your website, it means okay this website is legit, uh, it's it means something, it's somehow useful. Uh, that was uh, combined with the name Notion Forms. Uh, I think really helped me acquiring customers because now if you just type Notion and form, like I'm the first result, uh, I guess, most of the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and this is now my main source of traffic. So I think that's like, yeah, th- those were the two phases. First word of mouth uh, because of the need and then uh, some kind of viral uh, growth that kicked in. Yeah. So you have like a a free tier where in the form, whenever they embed it on their, their notion, uh, it will have like a little link, right? Like in the corner or something like that. Oh yeah. You're, you're, you're like, that's, yeah, I forgot to mention that, but that's the key. Like, because it's free, many people use it. And, and when it's free, it says like, yeah, I even forget the text, but it says maybe like powered by notion forms. And then it's a link back to the, to the website. But to be frank, I feel, I'm not sure, but I feel that, if you embed a form on your website, like let's say you have an iframe uh, pointing to this URL, even if the content of the iframe doesn't have the link, I have a feeling, but I'm not sure. I need to test uh, to, to test this properly, but I feel like this counts as a backlink as well. So I don't know if mm. this really helps. I think this helps in terms of uh, visibility, like you know, brand uh, awareness, but I, I'm not sure it really helps for uh, search engines. But that's a, that's a feeling I have, you know, looking at the backlinks and, and trying to experiment, but I'm not 100% sure. Hmm, I could see that. So you're saying that like Google can see that the iframe is linking out to Notion Forms and it will maybe give some authority to Notion Forms because of that. Exactly. Even if the actual body of the iframe, the content of the page that's being embedded doesn't have the link. But I'm, uh, I'm hmm. not an SEO expert and that has to be checked, <laughs> but that's the feeling yeah. I have. <laughs> no, yeah, I could see that. That could make sense. Um, so, you kind of have this free plan. Like, are you, do you care to share, like, I guess, like general numbers of like how many people you have on the free plan, and then like percentage of those that end up becoming yeah. paid? You you can share that, you know, as much or as little as you want. No, no, I'm, I'm happy to share everything. Um, you know, I'm really trying to be as transparent as possible. As you and other guys did on Twitter. Uh, I think, I, I don't know like the most recent uh, numbers, to be fair, I don't check as often as I did during the early days, but I have uh, probably uh, more than 20K total users. Uh, so maybe like 25, between 20 and 25K. Uh, I mean, registered users, not active users. Uh, I don't currently know like the number, like the number of active users. Uh, I have it somewhere, but I just don't know it. And, and I have somewhere between 650 and 700 paid customers. Uh, so I don't know what's the, yeah. what's the ratio, but I think it's between two and 3%. percent i say, let me, let's say if I have 22 K divided by 700, uh, yeah, that's 3%. No, actually wait, yeah, I'm doing the, the math wrong. Right. Something like that. Yeah. We don't have to do public math, but yeah, that that's. <laughs> No, that's good. Um, yes, I mean, that's a lot of customers, you know, especially like that you're serving. So I, I'm curious, like, do you get a lot of customer support? And like, if you do, like, do you 
feel like the free plan, uh, like do you get a lot of people from the free plan that need help? Like how are you handling the, the support of that many people? Because that's a lot of people. Yeah. Um, I think somehow, so at first I was doing everything by hand. So first it was like tons of emails and then I added, you know, Quisp, which is uh, basically allows you to have this little live chat on your website so that people can directly talk to you, which kind of made things easier. So I did this and at first I was getting, you know, tons of requests. And the first thing I did was uh, I spent a lot of time trying to publish the product so that the core features are at least like, you know, the core features that are in the free plan are much easier to use or at least, you know, more clear than they were. So I almost have no um, requests from free users, which is great. Like most of the requests are on some kind of somehow advanced features you know, like notifications or like some kind of data filtering or that kind of things. Uh, and for that, I really spent time uh, writing uh, many help desk uh, pages. So I have this help desk, you know, it's just a website where you can type uh, your problem and then you have suggested articles. And the rule of thumb is every time I have a question are already answered, then instead of answering, I'll, I would write the article and send the link. Uh, obviously, I don't always do it, but I, that's what I, what I try to do. Mm-hmm. So now I have, uh, to answer your first question, I think I have probably between five and ten uh, customer requests per day, uh, except on weekends where I barely have any. So it's yeah. probably like, you know, in 20, 30 minutes a day, it's, it's okay. And in, yeah, 20, 30 minutes a day is what it takes. No, that's that's pretty good. That's, that's awesome. Um, yeah, this is just like one of the things I'm kind of thinking through because I don't have a free plan yet. And I've been kind of going towards more thinking of like, okay, maybe I need to have a free plan. And that's kind of my worry is like, okay, if I do this, will I have, you know, just a ton of support of free customers that, you know, I can't really sustain and it would just be kind of a waste of my time. And I, my, my gut feeling is that, um, Basically, I just have to do, I just got to get the product to the point, kind of like what you were saying, where uh, it's so easy um, and just works so well that the free customers just never have to, like, hopefully reach out. And if they do, they can just uh, search for it and find it themselves. Um, and so I just kind of have to get to that point, I think, to before I'm, I'm ready to have a free tier. But it, it probably makes sense, I would guess, for me to have a free tier. So that's, yeah, those are just some of the things I'm thinking about with that um so it's kind of cool to see how you've done it but probably uh if you do if you do it the other way around uh launch the future and then like if you start launching the future then you don't have to move fast you know you 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 just you'll have to improve and maybe that will help you and uh you'll know what to do exactly Mm -hmm. to make it better i guess so uh doing those things the other way around i think really helped me uh, understand what to focus on to reduce the workload yeah yeah, I see what you're saying. Like, it would force me to, like, fix the problems. Exactly. Or, like, if there was holes in the leaky, leaky bucket where people were asking questions and stuff, I'd, I'd probably figure that out pretty fast because I'd be getting lots yeah, of questions. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Even in terms of UI, you know, like, I think most of the, like, the, the, the main struggle I had was uh, with onboarding. So when people would connect their Notion accounts, uh, so basically, you know, it's it's an official, it's the official API. So people click uh, connect with Notion and then I get... Uh, their credentials back from Notion, and they can use these credentials to interact with the workspace through the API. But but because the API, the Notion's API, at least in the beginning, was super like unstable and, and really weird. Like people would connect their Notion, but then I like the application wouldn't fetch their data, and they were like so confused. 
and and then I found some hack that if you do if you logging that way with Notion, then you get the page faster. So I was trying to have my customers do this so that they get the page so that they can use my product. So it was super clumsy. And then uh, mm. iterating through the UI of the onboarding, uh, I managed to somehow reduce a bit that friction. Uh, but it's still I still have a lot of onboarding issues. Like probably I think the ratio of uh, people registering. And then I think the people of ratio creating a form is like between 40 and 50% of registering. So I have about half of the people that register on Notion Forms that don't do anything. Wow. So Which is crazy. Wait, help me understand this. So this is because of the Notion API just being slow? So at first it was this. I think now they really improved that. But the thing is now, uh, so when you connect an app, uh, within your Notion workspace, you need to select the pages you share. You know, you have this uh, granularity of like permission, this permission level where you can decide, okay, I share this page and not this one. But then mm -hmm. people don't really understand that. And it's super hard to, to you know, educate them on this and to tell them, yeah, yeah, you're not seeing this table because it's not shared. So I'm trying to put some GIF and to give them this information whenever they need. At first, I tried to do like a four-step tutorial explaining uh, what's Notion, how permission works, how, what, what are the databases, but no one would read them. Like, I really spent a lot of time trying to yeah. make this better. Uh, and at some point, I just uh, reached a point where I'm happy with 50% of people registering using the product <laughs> because it's, yeah. Yeah, it's hard. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's like a, a point of failure that basically Notion created. Like Notion, have you, have you tried talking to Notion of like, hey, is there ways we can like make this simpler? <laughs> uh, I was I was I was talking about them uh, with them about this, but mostly about the fact that even if at first, even if they would share the pages, I wouldn't get them for maybe like five ten minutes. So you know, no one is gonna stay on a product that they just register to for five minutes waiting for the pages to show up. So so they fixed that. But now I, I don't know, like I kind of focus on other things and, and, you know, I just accepted my faith and <laughs> I, I just let it go really. Yeah. You could, you could like, if you had their email, you could be like, Hey, it's ready. Keep sending them emails. <laughs> yeah. 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 I actually thought about these things. Uh, I think that's a really smart thing I could do, uh, but I didn't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that's a great idea. So yeah, thinking of like what's you know what's next for Notion Forms. I mean, I guess what what's it look like you're, like right now? What are you spending most of your time doing? Like, are you still building out the product, making the product better, or have you spent a lot of time with marketing side things? Like, yeah, what's your time look like nowadays? Uh, yeah, I think I am I'm, I'm I'm not like really great at marketing. Uh, I you know I try to be active on Twitter trying. A bit this brilliant public thing, but I didn't really do much except uh, sharing on social media uh, the, the tool. And then I tried to do to pay like this freelancer to do a few videos, and you know, but I didn't do much. I didn't do like form templates or that kind of things, or even like video content. I I got lucky because the, because of the nature of the product, I got like it kind of self market itself, as I mentioned before. Mm -hmm. So I was mostly doing uh, like support and adding new features. Uh, uh, you know, yeah, trying to make it a complete product. So, you know, because most users, when they come to a form builder, they have some kind of expectations, you know, they, they want to be able to make some fields required, uh, hide some fields, and then they want to uh, be able to have some kind of uh, logic flows. Like if this field value is A, then do this. And and now I kind of reached the, the like, basically I, I 
I implemented most of the basic features. Like I don't have that many feature requests anymore. Like people are most, like I'd say 90% of the people, they have all the features they need. So um, mm -hmm. it's kind of a weird period. Like I'm, I'm not spending that much time anymore on, on Notion forms. I'm mostly doing like supports uh, and, and, and and yeah and and also uh, something i didn't mention is that i hired uh, like a full-time dev to work with me so oh, i didn't cool. even do like the implementation of all these uh, like basically maybe i think it was three or four months ago uh, there was the roadmap of all those things to build which was huge uh but i wanted to experiment uh hiring someone so i hired someone to build all of these and i started to you know try to focus on other projects i tried other projects. Uh, I tried one which is Notion related, which I haven't given up on, but didn't really had any traction. And and even today, I'm still trying to do new things. Uh, recently, with my best friend, uh, which with whom I was building projects before, I'm, we're trying to you know find new ideas. Uh, a bit like you, I'm really uh, attracted by Web three right now. So I'm mm, spending mm -hmm. more and more time. Uh, <laughs> Like, I don't know much about, you know, like the community aspect of it. Uh, like, I, I hate Discord. <laughs> I, I, <Yep>. I, <laughs> I, yeah, I'm, I'm not really like involved at all, but I really love the, the, what it allows you to build. Like, I really love the technology side of it. I really love yeah. this, uh, this, you know, this novelty it brings. So I'm really thinking about stuff I can build in that space. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, it's really cool how open it is that, like, you can just kind of, build on anything like everything's open source basically on on the blockchain um which yeah, is, that's, is a that's, cool thing for developers yeah i mean that's pretty awesome that you have the ability like like you said that notion forms is going so well and it, it takes so little of your time that you're able to think about other things like that's that's pretty cool that's yeah, the yeah, indie, um, indie hacker dream right there yeah yeah honestly i'm i'm super super like happy about that like I, I can literally you know work full day full time on other things uh but then uh, it feels like you know i'm at point zero again and and then you know it, it makes me feel weird when people congratulate me about it and you know ask me about like how i work on it because like i i do work on it every time i need to but but then at the same time i'm i'm not like overdoing it um i'm not spending too much time and I don't know, I have a, I have this weird feeling that if I'm going to spend, uh, you know, uh, one full month working on marketing, producing videos and stuff, it will obviously have an impact, but I feel that it wouldn't be worth once month of full work somehow. So mm -hmm. I'm just spending time trying to find new projects, really. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can... I can see that struggle. Like I, I have that struggle too of like the, the grass is greener kind of thing where you can see other things and I don't know, it's just maybe just because we're builders, like you can, it just is more enticing to like build new things um, where I, in some ways like uh, kind of being the devil's advocate against you right now is that I'm sure those things actually could have some value. Like that's kind of the cool thing is once you have a business that's working well and is like you know you make money from it it's kind of crazy how little like a little change can have a big effect especially if you think about that change over a long period of time where it's like you know it, so let's say example you're just updating um some seo related stuff on your website like maybe that's pretty small in a in a over a small period of time but like that compounds towards like wow 
over like six months, you got like 50 new customers or something like that because of a little change, which then means a lot more money for you, basically. Like it's kind of crazy, yeah, just on like bigger scales, how little changes can actually make a lot of money um, when you have something that works. It's, it's kind of interesting. No, I think, I think you're it's, right. It's I hard to it's, see uh, that sometimes. No, no, it's pretty true. Especially like things that, like what I'm, the main thing I'm doing right now, uh, which I could have mentioned before, is I'm, the only focus I have is trying to reduce churn. I have churn uh, probably like uh, between 8 and 9%. And as you said, like if I can just manage to, you know, reduce this by 2 3%, it would already be huge. Uh, yeah. But then, yeah, marketing is uh, something else. <laughs> it's uh, something, you know, like I, I know I should, uh, but I think one of the one of the reasons that makes me uh, that makes me not spend time on it is that it's really weird. But since the beginning of this project, I feel uh, that every step I reached, I feel like okay, uh, this is really weird. Like I didn't expect it could grow this big. And then and then like let's say you know one year ago I, I told myself, look if I if I can reach one k. Uh, MRO, I'd be like the happiest and I'm pretty sure like it's really niche project I'd manage I'll never manage to do it and then I reach 1k and I'm like okay like probably I'll reach 2k but that that'll be you know the end of it that's the ceiling and <laughs> yeah. now even even at 10k I feel like you know maybe I'm at the ceiling and then maybe Notion is not gonna like my product anymore and they're gonna take me down and you know all these kind of things that make me kind of afraid of uh, committing too much but but you yeah. I think you're right uh, it's uh, like I, I should try to fight more these uh, feelings and, and, you know, do things properly. Do you think, um, do you think they would be upset about your name? Like that your name <laughs> includes notion. Yeah, in that, it? That's, that's funny. Like there is a, this guy Golin, he built a product uh, called notion to sheets. I don't know if you know him, but basically it's an integration between Google sheets and uh, notion. So that helps you okay. syncing your data from both platform. And his product is called notion to sheets. And, and he is a, uh, great with uh, public relation. He talks a lot with guys from Notion. And uh, we have the same problem, right? We, we both have Notion in our name. And uh, I think it helped me a lot growing because, uh, you know, just the name makes it, makes SEO uh, easier. People know what it is right away. Yeah, exactly. It, it makes things clear. Uh, I think they do mine, but not in a bad way. They're like super, like I talked to them about, about this and, and they're, you know, they are not like, uh, you have to change the name right now, but recently they launched their official marketplace, which is, uh, just a notion page of, uh, <laughs> integration that exists. And, and I couldn't get listed there because, uh, because of this name, uh, they told, uh, Lynn, this guy that they're, you know, talking with their lawyers, with, uh, IP, or I don't know exactly what they're doing, but they're trying to see if there is a way for them to allow me to keep that name. And in the meantime, they don't mind using the name. They just, they would just want to advertise me which I'm, you know, more than happy to, to like, I'm fine with that. And, and even if they would allow me to join the marketplace under another name, I'm not sure I'd do it because now, you know, my main acquisition channel is SEO and I'd be too afraid to just change the domain name. So, <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so you're saying that like, you don't like the marketing stuff as much, but you have, you know, you have been doing this building a public kind of thing on Twitter. And I feel like you've been doing a pretty good job of that. Like, how how has that been going? How have you been feeling about the the building public kind of stuff? That bit, like uh, I don't feel it's marketing to me because you know it's the bit yeah. I like. It's really cool. Like I discovered this community, which is like it's so such a cool community. You know, I always 
before th- before I started working on it, I wasn't even using Twitter. And all of my friends from that were using Twitter, you know, they're not even uh, related to tech or builders. You know, they have regular jobs and stuff. And they were like, they were telling me, yeah, you know, Twitter is just a place where people make fun of each other, like they really mean. And then I discovered this community, and and uh, I like I was so surprised. And and yeah, I, I do it regularly. I try to do it as much as I can, and to be as transparent as I can, and, and share stuff. And you know, I try to produce the content. Uh, I liked when I discovered this community, but at the same time, you know, I always want to do more, but it's kind of hard to find the right balance. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, like, I guess in a way that's marketing. Uh, I, to me, I, I like, I really like this community. I really like, you know, talking with other builders. It made, motivates me a lot, gives me tons of ID. Um, so I'm just doing it because I enjoy it. Not really for marketing purposes. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. No, that makes sense. Um, I agree. It, it is really helpful from a, uh, I mean, just feeling like you have somebody that understands kind of what you're doing too. Like, I think that's one of the hardest things about building alone, like building, building solo is like, there's, there's no one that you, you don't have a co-founder to talk to about what you're going through or problems you're trying to figure out where, you know, we've, we've kind of found a community where it's a lot of other people doing the same similar stuff and you can kind of talk to them in that way and kind of create those kind of relationships that are helpful to kind of just, it, it definitely makes it more fun, uh, like you're saying. So I, I agree with you. It's it's definitely worth it for those reasons, I think. Yeah, yeah it's really funny. You know, my, my friends, uh, basically now that I moved back to Paris, my friends, my, my Google friends are my friends from high school. You know, they do regular jobs. And, and to them, for a long time, it, like they, they were making fun of me, you know, making jokes about the fact that I was basically jobless. And very recently, they found my Twitter. And, and it's really funny because like, they're like, there's so many under, like, they never saw me like this, and then they discovered I was talking, you know, with Tanjo on the internet and doing stuff that they never heard about, uh, using weird acronyms, and that was yeah, that was a funny period. Yeah, I think it really helps having people you can relate to, as you said. Yeah. But what what, what about you? Like, what can you? Am I allowed to ask questions as well? <laughs> I want yeah, I want to hear yeah, more about portion because I feel like in the previous podcast you you I mean you haven't talked too much about it. You I I. I listen to them but i want to you know i want to get your update i want to see what you're going to do now yeah um i haven't talked a ton about it because i've been kind of figuring out like what i want to what i'm going to do um with it and i've you know i've just been doing a lot of thinking through that i will say like building on public has been harder um with potion recently just because i have like hit some walls in different ways with it and so you know i try you know i try to be open and transparent about everything um but it's definitely harder to be like like just sharing openly about okay this something's not working or something's not going how i wanted like it you know it's harder to share when you're kind of like maybe disappointed with an outcome um I definitely felt a little bit more burned out uh, over the last like months, and I think the the why that's happened is just because I think when you put a lot of effort towards something and then it, you don't get the results that you were hoping for, I think that's where kind of burnout comes from. And so I've definitely been feeling that a bit with Potion, um, but yeah, I'm I'm you know I'm still moving on, and I'll probably do another podcast episode where I kind of do a deep dive into just all of my thinking around it and just like where I'm at with everything. Um, but the show is definitely still going to go on. I mean, the show is in like potion. Um, so yeah, it, it, it's, it's been good and, uh, I'll, I'll hopefully be able to share more. Um, but yeah, hopefully that at least explains a little bit of 
just kind of my thinking. You know, obviously I've been spending some time in Web3 as well and on other things. And part of that I think has been like good because I almost needed something else um, just because uh, I was kind of burned out on Potion. Um, but in the, on the other sense, like it probably could be, could have been a bad thing where I could have made more progress on Potion in different ways if I, you know, focused on it more. And so <clears throat> I'm probably, you know, going to come around to focusing more on it and that will hopefully be a good thing. Um, but yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's definitely been a journey and it's not all, it hasn't been all, um, just straight up, um, uphill in that, you know, everything's going exactly as planned. Uh, so Yeah. That's that's kind of a little bit where, where things yeah, are at yeah, right I now. Understand. So so what are you doing right now? What's your what's your nine to five? <laughs> yeah. Um right now I probably spend almost similar to you, probably about thirty minutes a day on support for potion. Um and then over the last couple of weeks I've been um just kind of cleaning up some things, fixing some bugs. Um, there's always some stuff I have to do every once in a while of just like making sure Potion is kind of up to date with the latest on Notion, um, just as they change things, mm, you know, they change yeah. how blocks work, things like that. Um, I just have to like kind of be on that to make sure Potion works well with it. So that always takes a little bit of time. Um, other than that, like I haven't done a ton with Potion. Um, I've actually taken like some vacation the last couple weeks. So I've, I've been kind of not working as much as well. Um, and then the other thing I, I've been doing recently that's part of my nine to five, I don't think I've shared this yet either, is I'm I'm working for, it was just like a little freelance job. I'm doing around 10 hours a week for a, a, a Web3 project where I'm working on their like solidity contracts. And so I'm doing that. Um, that's awesome. So that's also part of my time. Um, did, yeah, that's did you find them through CD Clash or like how did you find this? Uh, yeah, it was kind of through it? connections that I made through working on City Clash. Other people that were kind of building in that community, they kind of saw what I was doing there, and then they they kind of asked if if I could help with their project. So yeah, that, that was kind of how that kind of came about. Um, yeah, and I've you know I've done some things. I'm I'm not doing as much on City Clash right now with just how things have gone. You know, with the the markets have been pretty yeah. down and and not great for NFTs and crypto. Um, so that's hasn't gone as well, but uh, that's still going. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what my time has been looking at like recently. Kind of split across some different things. Awesome. Cool. Yeah, I think uh, I, I like, I really understand you. Like, I, I, it would be weird. Like, I wouldn't say I'm burned out from Notion forms. Like, I'm super glad it's going. Everything is going great. But I do feel like I want to, you know, do other things as well. Yeah, that makes sense. And I think that's, yeah, I think that's a fine thing to do. I know, you know, a lot of people like to say like you need to focus on one thing, which there's probably some truth to that. Um, but I think especially like earlier on, like we're both younger, like I think, I think, you know, when you're young, like it's a time for exploring, like exploring different opportunities, exploring what you like to do. Um, and that will kind of help you maybe find more things that you really care about that then you can kind of focus more on those things. Um, so yeah, I think that's fine, even though if maybe um, 
business sense, maybe it doesn't make the most sense. But at the end of the day, like that's kind of why we're indie hackers. Like maybe we don't care about just making the most money. It's more just like enjoying it. Um, so if if doing more stuff helps you enjoy it, I think that's that's all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. Honestly, like the the best thing about all of this journey is the level of freedom I've reached. Like that's the thing I'm the most grateful about. Like you know now I'm 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 making more money than I was making at my previous job. I was able to hire someone. And and that's very cool. But the, the the thing I'm the happiest about is the fact that I can really work anywhere, anytime. Uh, I get to really spend time with my family and friends, which is like super important to me. Uh, and to travel, uh, you know, after COVID and after everything, I've always I've always loved uh, traveling. But that's something I uh, I've been doing a lot more since I left my job. And I that's yeah. that's super important. You right? freedom that is, is awesome. uh, something that's super important. <laughs> Yeah, I think I have to remind myself about that sometimes because, like, I do, I do get to kind of just decide, you know, what I'm gonna do with my day, and I, I do eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner with my family every day, which that's probably not really normal. But I think I forget that like the things I get to do aren't normal. That like I can kind of decide like, oh, I'm just gonna like randomly go for a walk or go biking or do something in the middle of the day. Um, that that's not a normal freedom that most people have that have to you know just be at their nine to five job. And so, yeah, I'm just trying to remind myself that like, okay, this is, this is really awesome. Um, like that, that, that freedom is really cool and I don't want to take it for granted. Yeah. And I feel like because we have total control over our, our time, uh, it makes it easier for us to evaluate in a sense where, you know, when you have a job, you know that anyway, you're not going to do anything from nine to, to, I don't know, five, six. So you kind of get lazier in a way or like, I, I'm not sure how to phrase it, but I feel like now that I have like full control over my time, I very value uh, every hour I'm going to do. Like if I'm going to, if I'm not going to work, then I'm, I'm fully not going to work. You know, I want to, I want to really enjoy, I really want to recharge my ways. I want to make the most out of it. And that's yeah. something that's kind of new to me that I really like. No. Yeah. That's, that's, that's true. That's really cool. You're not gonna do what a lot of I know. I know a lot of employees do at their day job, where they're like, you know, they're kind of working, but they're kind of just like looking at social media or <laughs> wasting time. But, but but I think that's that's very normal because it's super like you, you cannot stay focused for ten hours straight, and and you know that's something right, also right, that's something really great. Like sometimes you know, I, 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 like when you're doing development, it can be a bit different. You know, sometimes you have a very like. Uh, focused moment where you just spend hours coding or night coding that can happen but most of the time you know you do two hours and then you feel a bit down you're starting looking at your phone and now that i have my freedom like every time that happens i just you know i just start doing something else sometimes it's just for five minutes sometimes mm. it's for one hour but i you know i accept it and i think it makes me even more productive which is awesome right no yeah yeah i, I see what you're saying like basically now you can really spend really you know just the time that you want to work probably isn't even like eight hours, like it's probably like three, four hours that we can really spend on like focused work, actually like making progress. <clears throat> and so then it's like, when you have your own freedom to do your own thing, it's like, you just do that. And then the other time you do kind of what you want to do, where what is kind of sad, I think about like people that work at like a nine to five is they still probably can only spend really three, four hours focused time, but they kind of have to be like they're at work for a full eight hours every day, even though they're probably not like, they probably can't even sustain that. And so then it's, yeah, it's like, they kind of, I, I, I hate the whole like acting like you're working at work 
thing. Uh, that's the worst. That's the worst. I did an internship yeah. when I was in London a few years ago, and and no one was leaving the office uh, up until I think it was like seven thirty, uh, you know, in the night. And I was like, it was the worst because I was literally done every <laughs> every day at like four thirty, and it was just me doing three hours, and I wouldn't even pull out uh, pull out my phone because you know I was ashamed. And and I was yeah. using their computer, so I was, and I didn't want to go to YouTube or stuff like this, you know, on their on their computer. So I was browsing uh, financial websites, <laughs> trying to find news or stuff to do that was some kind <laughs> of related to the job, but it was the worst. Like it was, oh, it was man. intense. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, that's bad. Um, well, awesome. This has been fun chatting, Julian. We'll have to do this again, uh, maybe you know, soon in the future. We can kind of check up and see how you're doing again in the future. That would be fun. Uh, I wish you the best on your journey. It's been awesome to see what you've been able to do so far. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. You know, I really enjoyed it. It was really fun. Uh, I'd love to do that again whenever you want. And uh, yeah, same for you. Uh, thanks a lot for you know being trans uh, so transparent since uh, your first days of potions. It really helped me. And uh, please keep uh, this podcast running. I will enjoy it. And uh, yeah, thanks a lot. Let's keep in touch. <laughs> Will do.